Hi, hello, hola, and hello. Welcome to My Kids Think I'm Cool, but podcast. A podcast about getting knocked up in a foreign country, families living abroad, and raising children in a different culture. All while trying to keep your cool and not lose your shit. I'm your host, Jackie, an American Filipino mom living in Denmark, and my kids think I'm cool, but... I've been taking losing weight pills, but in the evenings, I've been stuffing my face with candy, chocolate, popcorn, and any kind of junk food that's in my house. Uh, right now, since it was like Christmas season, uh, last night, I have to admit, I had apple skewer. <laughs> you know what that is, Dave? Apple yeah, skewer? I know yeah, exactly what it is. <laughs> Poo-ha. <laughs> I know, it's horrible, but it's totally contradicting the... Um, Contradicting the whole losing weight thing, um, stuffing my face with candy. So, like you said, I'm human and I have my cravings. But yeah, that's not so cool. <laughs> hey, listen, man, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool at the time when I'm stuffing my face, but it's like afterwards, I'm like regretting it because, like, oh, what did I do? And then I always say, next day is a new day, and that never happened. <laughs> yeah, no, but you're right. Next day is a new day. That's, 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 that's Maybe I can do it next next day. You, 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 you can do it. Just so, keep doing what you're doing. You're looking good. You don't need to take pills, man. Yeah, I. it's it's not... The pill is... It's, it's like a natural herb, too. It's not even like... I don't even think it's helping. I think it's worsening my cravings. So maybe it's one of those pills that's like a trick. They're like, lose weight. Not really. It just makes you think that... I don't know. I used, to take, I used to take some pills when I was younger. To <laughs> what go kind cla- of pills? To, to go clubbing. <laughs> And they make you lose weight because you dance the whole night. <laughs> and then, yeah, they, hmm. they were gr- great pills. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, welcome to my last episode, actually, for 2020. It's actually the last week of the 2020. And I'm pretty sure everyone is really happy for the end of yeah this year because everyone has either a good year or a bad year. Um, I don't know anyone that had a good 2020. Do you, Dave? Uh, I did. Uh, you did. I uh, well. I, one good thing that came out of 2020 is this podcast and radio show for me. So that's one good thing that actually came out of, with that. So I'm happy for that. Well, you see, you see, you see uh, there is always positive and negative. I mean, it's been a shitty year, but it's been a shitty year for yeah. a long time. Yeah, <laughs> but there is some some good things that came out of this 2020, um, and I'm really happy that I did create this podcast. Uh, this is the first podcast I actually or radio show because this does go live in Aarhus, Denmark. Um, so it it's in Aarhus, Denmark, but I also upload it on my podcast, so it, it goes twice. And I do it without edits, so everyone, this is me with all my mistakes and ums, and then laughter at myself, and then Dave also laughing at myself. Uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's accurate. So, and also today I don't have a script. I'm going. I'm winging it. The first Ooh. time I'm winging a show. I'm freestyling it. Yeah, I'm, this is the first time I'm, I'm winging a show because um, I just kind of want to recap the whole 2020 and when when I first started from my first show until uh, this show. Um, I've I've released nine episodes um, since I started, and it's been an incredible journey. Like I've met ever since I've started this 
podcast and radio show, I've met so many amazing uh, people going through this journey. You know, everyone going through a whole, their own journey here in Denmark or living abroad. And it's just nice to learn um, what people go through and what they're doing in, in Denmark. And, you know, sharing what I did to all the listeners um, out there or whoever's listening. If you are listening, send me a message. This I, is a I, test. <laughs> I know exactly who you are. Yes, you are. I know. Um, but yeah, this is the first uh, episode that I actually don't have a script. And I just wanted to recap, you know, from episode one to episode nine. This will be the 10th episode that will be released. But just recap of, you know, what uh, what stood out for me or what stood out to Dave uh, during that episode with that with that guest and what what I learned from it and what I, I enjoyed uh, speaking with that guest about. So let's get started, Dave. All right. Well, Which, what do you want me to do, man? I, <laughs> let's just talk about, you know. What stood out to us? Which episode was uh, one of the episodes that we did together that uh, stood out to you? And uh, it was one hour was too short, actually. Because yeah, there, well, there are there was a few episodes where like me, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like ten minutes. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I remember what it stood out for me was like an hour. I can't make an hour. That this is what you were saying. Yeah. And and in reality, I remember telling you, listen, darling, an hour is not enough. And you were like, what are you talking about? I'm sad. And then you struggle with actually fitting everything. Yeah. Yeah. Know? I never, I I knew I can talk, but I never knew I can talk for an hour straight. <laughs> 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 Surprising. Yeah. And now I know I can talk more. Than yeah. an hour, yeah, yeah. And especially if it's a conversation with someone going through the same thing you and I are going through, is being an international parent. It's just we're going through a lot together, and um, it's nice to just hear a different person's journey and what they're going through. Definitely, definitely. And uh, well, you know, like they hold the, 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 every single person is like a little box of surprises, you know. Yeah. If you if if you are allowed to open that box. Because some people doesn't, but yeah, uh, but the majority of people is happy to to share, you know. Like you get you get just just a surprise, you know. Yeah, I was when I first started this uh, podcast and radio show, I was actually really doubtful that I would even find people that want to be on this show or want to talk about their journey and what they're going through. Because, um, yeah, I never thought that a lot of people are willing to share what they're going through or what their projects are uh, with me. And so I was surprised that uh, now I have a schedule until maybe in March next year, even more. So that really surprised me that people were willing to uh, even reach out to me or really say like, hey, you know, you have a really great show idea or a podcast idea. I want to be part of it. I'm like, huh? You want to be a part of it? Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, you know, like nothing surprised me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, now people, people, and, and especially, I, I guess, I'm guessing, especially in this context. Yeah. You know, if you if you were probably if you were back in LA, and you you have a show and you ask your friend, hey, you want to be part of my show? They're probably going to say, no, I don't have anything necessary that transcendental to talk about. But because you are actually asking them to talk about something that is meaningful to them. Mm -hmm. Or something that actually has an impact, you know? Yeah, and also they're currently... In their life. They're yeah. experiencing it right now at this moment every day of their life exactly. until they move back home. Exactly. So then you want to talk about it. Yeah, because, because I think um, 
it helps them to just release what's going yeah. through and maybe help other people like the listeners like i had a few people um you know that are like gonna be my guest and then they listen to an episode and they're like wow i could really relate to that uh you know my uh, one of my episodes balancing uh culture um really relate to some of the stuff that we talk about yeah and, and i will tell you i mean there was someone uh paula interviewing another radio show yeah that we were doing last friday and uh, she was talking about you know that the traumatic thing because Denmark is a complicated country to be mm-hmm. an international or someone that comes from abroad and you know not necessarily because the country is nice or the people is nice quite the opposite you know mm-hmm. it's just the structure that they put in for integration or stuff can make it very complicated yeah you know you 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 go you start with a very big barrier in front of you mm-hmm. and and therefore you know I think here more than in other places people t- get I mean if that's make a big influence in your life. Yeah. You know I, I, I it did to me. Mm-hmm. You know I moved to England I have no problems with getting into be having a life in England it wasn't mm-hmm. hard. Uh, I've been in the states for a while it wasn't really hard to get you know I feel like because I'm American, that U.S. is more welcoming. Like if I've if I met someone um, that's from a different country, and I'm like, "Whoa, you're from Sweden or from Denmark?" I actually met a really good friend in the U.S. that's from Sweden, and it's like you you um, have you receive them with open arms. Yeah, there's different culture, but even yeah. if you take the culture out, because yeah. obviously it's a bit harder. What depending on on your experience, but it could be hard to maybe get with you know with the with the locals mm-hmm. but uh, even if you don't have that problem you still have that big barrier of like well you you're married with a then you, you you know like there's a number of things that yeah. not not necessarily all of us go through mm-hmm. for instance I came through uh, I was living in Europe already so I didn't come like a like a I came like a European national mm-hmm. which is make it a bit easier yeah But for people that didn't, it's a big, big, big thing to do. You mm-hmm. know? So there is, there is, because there is, um, there is rules and regulations and all this stuff that piles and piles and piles and piles. And on top of that, you put the cultural thing. Yeah. So uh, I guess an international, especially if you start having a family here, yeah, it has a lot. You know, you feel a bit. It's it's a lot to take. Mm-hmm. So therefore, people want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I think I found a really good like niche, but very specific. Yeah, um, it is specific. Yeah, yeah, very specific, and it's just not. It's not just Denmark. It's uh, globally. There's uh, a big international community in every part of the world, really. Yeah, and uh, maybe not experiencing the same struggles that we have here in Denmark, but similar of like language, culture, everything. Because I have I have friends living in uh, Netherlands, living um, since I opened up this uh, topic in this podcast. I've had I've met people from uh, that's American, but they live in Mozambique or South Africa sure, or sure. the Philippines, and they tell me their struggles. And it's like, yeah, we all are. Going through some struggles, but completely different um, context depending yeah. on what country they're living in. Like yeah. I have a friend; um, he's American, but he lives in the in the Philippines, and um, his struggle is completely different because he's a dad 
American living in the Philippines. It's like a completely different context of what his struggles are uh, living there. That, no, definitely. Yeah. So I, I think I just found a really good topic to talk about. Um, yeah. Not everyone's going to want to listen about listen to it's like, oh, yeah, a parent in, in uh, the Philippines. Because or if, the if parent you're in not Elizabeth. a parent, probably it's not relevant to you, no? Yeah. <laughs> or if you're, if you're not interested in any uh, um, internationals or um, if you're not interested in how people are living um, outside of your comfort zone, of course, no, it's not, no one's going to want to listen to it. No, definitely. As, as well as the fact that, you know, like it, there is definitely more pressure if you have a family in a mm -hmm. foreign country yeah, if, than if you don't have it, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, like my experience living around the world and going crazy here and there, I was single, was alone, you know, so it was up to me and I didn't have that many, you know, like if, if, if I didn't, feel the extreme need to to do something i wouldn't do it mm -hmm. but with with kids obviously you you have to feel a lot of other tick a lot of other boxes before you feel comfortable for yourself you know? yeah so definitely. The, the, the the bar just go up yeah a notch with especially having kids um moving to a country you consider a lot of a lot of things uh, language culture balance um discipline how free the kids are there's so many different or and then also the pressure the pressure of being a parent it's already it's already hard uh, you already have personal pressure from you know your home country of being a parent but just in general being a parent a parent there are pressures but to put on top uh, of that pressure, an uh, international atmosphere is, you know, maybe yeah. that's why my hair started falling out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what is going on in your personal life. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm getting too, uh, TMI, TMI, too much it, information. <laughs> exactly. So I, I don't really want to go there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we all struggle with different things. For instance, you do have, you do feel the pressure of the language. Mm -hmm. You do feel the pleasure of the. I, I, I don't be, because I have a different personality. Yeah. So I don't care. Yeah. I care about other things. Yeah. You know? uh, but therefore, and also the you're a dad. I, yeah, but the things I care <laughs> they put other pressure. Yeah, but I don't know if it. I mean, yeah, dads maybe. have dads have different concerns of parenting. I feel like. Could be, yeah. Yeah, could it's be, yeah. the same. You know, you want the good well-being. Uh, you want your kids to grow up. You know, in a, a good um, atmosphere. But um, like for me, when <laughs> when I first started, uh, you know, my daughter started going to Burnahound for the first time or uh, Vogustu for the fir first time. For me, it was important for her to dress nice. Uh, okay. Because that's just according me. To, yeah, according to, me. to uh, lay the standards? Yeah, uh, no, and just in general, I'm like, <laughs> I just think, uh, or just girls in general, or just me as a girl, it's like, I, I you know, want my kids to dress nice. But in for my husband, it's completely different. It's like, yeah. she has pants on, she has shoes on, she has a shirt on, it's completely exactly. fine. And it can just look really horrible. I'm like, did she just come out of like the the tornado <laughs> and you know come out like two different print shirts like all these crazy things and i'm just like uh yeah for, man. Me, for me that is entirely relevant yeah see that's for it's same for my husband he's like she, she has clothes on i'm like oh my gosh it's like it was a different kind of stress on me but now i i've let it go i she dresses whatever she wants and um and i can care less but it took time for me to actually let that go um because i you know 
I thought, you know, having a daughter, you you dress them up and you could dress them up until at least when they start having choices. My daughter started having choices at two years old, so it was a struggle all the time. So my husband actually taught me. It's like, just let it go. She has clothes on. I'm like, they don't match. <laughs> so that's what I meant that um, <laughs> a dad and a mom is too different. And I'm not the only one. Um, I'm not the only one that goes through this. I've talked no, to no, a few, a few no. friends. And, They're and like, I'm, oh, uh, my daughter does the same thing. And it, it bothers the hell out of me. I'm like, I'm not the only one. That uh, you know, clothes bother me if she's not matching. But now, now I I've let it go, and I can. She wears whatever she wants now, and I'm, as long as she has proper clothes on for the weather here in Denmark, I'm completely fine with it now. It can be rainbow clothes and a polka dot skirt and two different socks. I just let it go now. So I've I've grown as a as a, as a person. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You might be biased. Yeah. I would like to hear other opinions. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, let's just recap, um, you know, from each episode, what, what stood out to us. And um, yeah, that, I thought this would be just a good end of the year recap since 2020 is over. And I found so much joy and learned so much about different um different what my guests went through here in Denmark and, you know, the, the different journeys uh, they all had. And I, th I thought it was just amazing and such a great conversation we, we've had in the studio uh, with, with everyone. Do you remember all of them? I sort of do. I, 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 I I, I, for me, for me, it goes a bit glary because it's not the only show I do. Yeah, I know. So sometimes, especially in Thursday, don't, sometimes I Don't blur it. So, so, so <laughs> I go like, eh, who was that? Yeah. Ah, I, sometimes I need to listen to a clip and then I go, I remember. That conversation. Part. But I do remember a few. I mean, I remember uh, manga, Coco. Yeah. <laughs> she just make me laugh. Yeah. She's great. Well, uh, Um, with episode one, uh, we can do a little test. Okay, what, was, okay. what was my episode one? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ashamed of, of, no. of, of being ignorant no. about this. Okay, give me a little me. tip. I was the the one that you me. did solo. Yeah, and I was super nervous, and I, was I like, remember that. How many takes we did for that one, darling? Oh my gosh, we did uh, like six. <laughs> Nine. Nine takes? Oh, my God. I was, uh, I was terrible. I, I was, didn't know what to expect. I spent the weekend editing. <laughs> oh, my God. But now, you know, I've learned to It's just okay. relax, It's right? okay. I forgot about the, the edits. Right, you have the right to do it at the first show. I for, I totally, completely forgot. I was... Uh, 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 you were putting uh, too much pressure yeah. in your little head. And yeah. I was also going, cut it now. No, I don't want that part. <laughs> But there was we didn't have any guests. No, it was just me. It was just me talking about my life here in Denmark and how I got into Denmark. And but that, that, I remember exactly well what has been happening in your life in Denmark. I do remember. And then a lot of like the culture shocks uh, that I I went through. You, you were know. shocked because you always bring it up. Yeah. Oh. I didn't know what to buy in the supermarket. Yeah, that was like the biggest struggle for me was because I like cooking. Yeah. So that was like the biggest you, you struggle never for me. You for dinner? Yeah. You no. brought me lunch once. Yeah, I did. And I did cook that food. Yeah. And it was Filipino food. And I, I never know. cooked Filipino food. So that was oh. a very special day. I know. I was happy. I was eating it here. Man, <laughs> manjin alone in the, in the kitchen. Yeah. And I haven't left. cooked Filipino food since. And the other thing that I remember that got your attention was the fact that there wasn't as much variety here. Yeah. yeah. 
um, especially going out because um, you and I come from a uh, you know you come from Chile and also the UK. We go out. We come from a eating out culture. Yeah. Uh, from like simple food, like uh, going I, to a and stall I, I and work, getting good. I work in the hospitality industry for yeah. like twelve years, and I was opening restaurants and mm-hmm. stuff. So I do appreciate that side of it. Yeah, and now here. coming to Denmark, I you mean, don't you need have to that. be an Ohu, you need to be in Ohus or in Copenhagen yeah. to have a bit more of that culture. But uh, still, it's expensive. <laughs> like it is, bloody yeah. Expensive. That's yeah. the thing that got me is how expensive it was. It's because it's not that much demand. It's, it's it's a cultural thing, no? Mm-hmm. People doesn't necessarily take off to eat that often. Mm-mm. It's like a thing that you do yeah. once a month. And also, if if it's a, a gathering um, back in Los Angeles or in the UK, when you you don't go to each other's house for a gathering, you go to you meet at a restaurant or you meet at a bar or you meet somewhere to you know get together and catch up about life. Yeah, this has definitely America and, and the UK have that in common. In Chile, you actually go to some people's houses. Really? But you go out after. Yeah. You might come for an hour or two to pick up a friend, and then you talk, and, and then you go out. Yeah. But we go out in Chile, you go out super late, man. You go out at, what, one o'clock in the morning, then you go out. Yeah. So you have always a previous thing some happening somewhere, or you just stay at home until you need to go out. Yeah. You know, because it's a Latin culture, we, we, we finish, we go home late, probably yeah. at night, ten, chill a bit, eat some dinner, mm-hmm. and then we go out. Yeah. But we finish late, eight o'clock in the morning. Even during the week? Mm, well, <laughs> Thursday, the, 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 they are always a conflicting one, no? Yeah. Because you still go out <laughs> Well, I've heard, because I've never been to uh, Latin America, but I've been to Spain, and a lot of, similar, uh, it's yeah. almost similar yeah. Um, yeah. culture. But um, a lot of people that go out during the week, sometimes they don't make it home. They just go straight to work the yeah, next day yeah. in their the same clothes. And they're just like, yeah, we didn't make it home. So I'll just go work because that's how siesta actually uh, started this. Because, you know, maybe you didn't go to sleep yeah. <laughs> and then you go uh, on your siesta for two hours, go take a nap and go back to work. Yeah. <laughs> Helps. Yeah, it does. It definitely helps. Well, I used to do that in England, too, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> you're, not, you're not there for anymore, so. <laughs> no, and I, I'm not doing that anymore because I, I'm getting too old. Yeah, same here. Uh, hango- hangovers are not as nice. I, as I don't I get hangovers. Yeah. I never really get hangovers. Don't tell me that because I, I, yeah. that's the reason why I don't drink anymore. Because <laughs> of hangovers. I just get tired, but non, don't get the headaches. Don't get the. <laughs> so um, with episode two, okay, that was. Ah, that girl that did we really like. No, it's with um, the Halloween. Ah, I remember the Halloween special. Yeah, you have these two. two two ladies yeah, here. The I was laughing my ass. Yeah, we were talking about. You were looking forward to it, candy, and then you realized that nobody's <laughs> gonna be dealing with it. <laughs> yeah, I brought a, a bag of candies, and I was like, "Oh, it's Halloween. You know, I have to, you know, make it festive and have candy and everything." And realize the wrapper and the chewing is not very radio friendly. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, none of us uh, had that. We we did have the candy afterwards. Yeah, but I, I remember I, I learned one thing or two about. I, you know, for instance, for me, I didn't really realize that Halloween was the whole month in the states. Yeah. Until we you were having that time. conversation. 
Yeah, it's you. As, as soon as October hits, it's like, where's the first party? Or where's um, there's also a bunch of theme parks that you can go to for the scary, scary theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get scared, and then that's like everywhere. Um, it, Disneyland makes a big deal out of it. Like every theme park ha- makes a big deal out of Halloween. Money, money. Yeah, money, it's money, money. all about money. But a lot of people like getting scared. Like I don't. There's this um, new thing in LA called um, they don't do it this year because of the corona, of course. But it's like a haunted hayride, and it's like you can actually stay the night at these places and just g- get like scared. I would never do that. Yeah, I, don't, I don't get scared with those things. See, I know? do. For me, if if I wanna if I wanna get a, a scared about something, I turn on the news and I look at the politicians. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different kind of that, scary that's, that's the only thing that really scared me but, <laughs> you know but th- that was a, a, a int- an int- cause you know like uh, not even in England cause uh, Halloween is not an English thing mm-hmm. it's been happening now in England for a while that they're kind of you know but it, it's not a month it's just the party yeah you know another dress up party that day of Halloween uh, and then you get the movies and the movies don't give you that information that's the whole month no so that I learned that day yeah there's just so many things going on it's just a really fun month to be in the US and when I moved to Denmark realizing it's a complete dud here <laughs> like uh, but now um, it's actually more and more I hear they do getting, more than they do in England yeah well in England um, you wouldn't get a Halloween parade or the scary night. Well, that's only Violet, actually. That yeah, but they, they do, they, in Frederica, they do a whole thing that you go, because Frederica, for instance, is, is surrendered by this uh, rampart, military uh-huh. rampart. Uh, uh, like it's like an old, you know, it's all around the old city. And every Halloween that I've been here, you go there and there's people dressed as zombie or witches and mm-hmm. you walk with the kids for like the whole stand and people come out of the trees and okay. attack you and you know so they've been doing it for a while yeah so I, I can't I'm that type where yeah I'll do it but I close my eyes during the whole thing and I'm just holding someone's hand I just like lead me to it but I'm like I, I still get scared because I'm like ah I don't know what's going on because other people get scared I, I hate getting scared but I love Halloween it's weird mm, well <laughs> You ladies are con- <laughs> constant contradiction. <laughs> contradiction. Yep. Yeah. Well, and yeah, I remember uh, there was uh, this, uh, what was her name? Jodi or Anna? Jodi and Anna. Yeah. yeah. Jodi was living as well in Italy. Yeah, she was also living in Italy. Um, and then Anna uh, was uh, growing up in the US. But, but she's but half moved, American and yeah. half Danish. You know? No, she's Danish. Yeah, her she's parents Danish. were Danish, okay. but lived in the US so till she was like 13 years old and yeah. then moved to Denmark. So and she also didn't celebrate uh, Halloween. She celebrated it in the U.S., but when she came to Denmark, um, at that time, she was surprised that it was non-existing. So it was like her introducing Halloween to her, her but friends. But then you get, here you get Poske, no? Easter. Yeah. Oh, no, Festalaun. Festalaun, but you get, the, you get the, the Easter. The Easter month is very big here. I don't know how much, how big it's in the U.S. It's also big. Yeah. It's we're commercial. <laughs> we want, we Christ. try to make everything as big as possible, but it's different. Um, it's very different because here is the it's, it's a thing like you have Christmas and and you have Easter, mm-hmm. you know, and you have Easter food and there's a lot of stuff before Easter. Yeah, to there, you know, the kids it's it's very big for them that one. No, yeah, 
more of like I think uh, it's uh, integrating what a lot of uh, Danes told me that Halloween actually is starting to be popular here because from summer until December it's such a long period of like nothing for the kids so Halloween they wanted to, to start celebrating Halloween for the kids because it's such a uh, long period from uh, summer vacation till Christmas yeah, well, there's they, nothing they, going on yeah but they do have a little break that they don't they take do in, but there's nothing a, celebrated the, uh, for the all. potato for The potato holidays, Catofle Ferry. Okay, who would you rather, what would you rather celebrate? <laughs> potato holiday or Halloween? <laughs> you know where the potato holiday is? No, I didn't even know what the potato holiday okay, is Okay, Catofle Ferry is uh, basically because they will give you a week off. Yeah. So you can go and help in the farms. The kids can help in the harvest process for the potato. Ah. So they will let them go back, help the family taking the potatoes out of the... And then go back to school. Okay, I've learned something new. Yeah. Potato fairy. Okay. Yeah. So I should let my Cut kids start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I so should let my kids start uh, picking potatoes. It's like when they say, "Oh, I'm on holiday." No, 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 no. Go and get the potatoes down. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, so it was interesting as well to know that there's very different ways of doing it from state to state. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, Jody was talking in uh, her um, state that she grew in, it was the a parade. There was parade and stuff, and uh, the whole neighborhood gets into it. Yeah. Um, and also in the U.S., it's almost or not in the U.S., but Los Angeles. Um, there's this famous parade, um, but it's it's in uh, West Hollywood, and it's uh, like almost the um, LGBT parade. <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 different. It's more yeah. focused on Halloween because they right. they have the day in July, but it's um it's a huge famous uh, parade, and I think it's also another reason for a lot of people to dress sexy. I've realized. Ooh, la, la. Yeah, um, it's not about um you know the scariest th uh, to dress scary, which mm. is I think the focus here in in Denmark is dress very scary. Yeah. But in the U.S., I remember I never dressed scary. I was dressing like. What can the least amount of clothes I can wear? <laughs> I don't do that now. I, uh, I, I don't do that now. For but you I remember that. LA girls, <laughs> yeah, it's but not I, a myth. I realized that I was like, wow. I'm like, it's like if if you saw like the row, if you go to like a Halloween shop in in Los Angeles, it's like for women, it's like sexy cop or sexy. Uh, they were making up like sexy um, bartender girl, and it's a girl with like shots all over her and shortest skirts or something like that. But everything's like sexy wolf or this sexy <laughs> something. This everything's sexy, yeah. and I'm just like I'm all oh wow. You know, it's the reason where everyone can just have an excuse to dress sexy. Because <laughs> you can't do that in the normal day. You can't be a sexy wolf. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. Can. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be a sexy wolf. I, I'm, I, can't, I can't even imagine a sexy wolf. It's Too hairy. Yeah. <laughs> just throwing things out. Every, everyone. I yeah. think one day I was a Little Red Riding Hood. <laughs> <laughs> but like lingerie, <laughs> sort of kind, but, but with a hood, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a red hood. hood. Yeah, you can Just see <laughs> everything, but not my face. 
Uh, yeah, but it, it's funny. Yeah, because it, it is a bit different. I remember you saying that it was like you bring all the community together. Because mm -hmm. when I grew up, the only thing that would bring my community or my neighborhood together was throwing Molotov cocktails to the cops, you know? <laughs> 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 so it's nice that Halloween is that moment in time that yeah. brings people together. Well, so to dress to, to, for a reason to dress up. <laughs> yeah, well, in your case, Alan, I don't know if all the state goes to. I'm going to LA. <laughs> For it's Halloween. fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, out of the whole thing, I'm going to LA on Halloween. I really want to take my uh, kids there because it's also a whole different experience for children um, yeah, having so. Halloween there. And I think it's it's such a fun thing for them to experience because like houses, rows of houses close down for trick-or-treaters. And uh, sometimes uh, everyone talks and it's like a huge haunting house. And you go to, um, you know, a makeshift haunted house um in your neighborhood and everyone goes there yeah. to get scared and get free candy and yeah it's like all over the city it's 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 fun and i want my kids to experience that and my my husband also says it's like we should take them for halloween because it seems so fun and also my friends throw huge parties halloween parties uh yeah, you have that it's, it's, it's come from there it's that culture yeah you know? It might be an Irish thing, but uh, yeah. at the beginning, but it's just not what it used to be at all. No, not it's at all. It's a completely all. different animal, no? Yeah. Um, what? What was the third episode then? Yeah, what was the third episode? You have to remember this one. Oh, jeez, man. It involves someone in this room. Me? Yeah. Ah, that was my episode. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm, I, I, I apologize for that one. <laughs> That I, was your I, was, show. I was I was I was still doing a, a lot of alcohol at the time in my <laughs> life. So. But yeah, that was about you. And what stood out with me about that is your story about being in Cuba in Jamaica, in Jamaica, yeah, I remember one of that. the islands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm not going to talk about the Cuban ones that are too personal. <laughs> okay, that's a whole different. <laughs> I didn't hear that one then. But yeah, I was just. I'm surprised about that story about uh, how you met that guy that threatened you, and then all of a sudden he brought you bananas. He fell down and passed out. Man. Yeah, so you you you, can, you cannot write this shit for the real life. Sometimes yeah. it's yes. It's the best story. Is people's lives. <laughs> the only thing that we wanted to do was a cake, and yeah. we ended up, you know, having uh, bananas and uh, bananas on the boat. <laughs> and those bananas took to ripen uh, to to. Uh, the, They were there hanging in the middle of the boat for like a month, man. Oh, because they were green? Yeah, they were green. Oh, okay. You know? And so so it was, we we look at the bananas going one side to another, one another, and we couldn't even eat them. Yeah. Until like a month after, the, finally, and they were tiny. They were. Oh, like, those are best bananas, because yeah, they also really, have that in the Philippines. Yeah, they're really tiny bananas. Yeah, they were really good. Yeah. But bananas are not my thing anyway, so. <laughs> How about plantains? Uh, fried plantains. Yeah. Yeah, I like them. But, the, yeah. It's Banana different. says I can eat one. Yeah. You know. One? one. That's all? Yeah. I I, I am I'm not a fan of bananas, but I'm I'm a fan of plantains, fried okay. plantains or different sugar plantains or any kind of um plantains. Yeah. Bananas are okay. Like I'm you I'm I can eat one, but if it's a plantain I can you there's can. so many different ways to cook it. Yeah, with the uh, depend on the kitchen though. Yeah. Because for example in neither in England you can find You know, maybe, yeah, but it's not that much variety. But then in South America, that that comes from the tropical countries. Mm -hmm. We don't get that south. Oh, okay, no. so in Chile they don't have plantains. No, no, no. no. I would think they would. No, we have a lot of other stuff: giant watermelons and giant tomatoes, and everything is huge. But we don't get 
What unique fruit comes from Chile that that you that I wouldn't uh, know or any other person? A specific would. fruit that yeah. comes only from Chile? No, that uh, that you guys eat or just come from there. I don't know. There is a, a number of different kinds of papayas. Okay. But uh, the fruit department, well, pretty much all the apples that you buy everywhere in the supermarkets here come from there. Oh, okay. I mean, it's Chile is it's, export and produce a lot of vegetables and fruit food. Mm, okay. But we have quite a lot and grows different kinds of avocados. Okay. And we eat a lot of avocados. Like probably way better than the avocados here. How do you feel about the avocados in Denmark? They're tiny and expensive. Yeah, but <laughs> avocados got really expensive in Chile as well. Also in um, California, the, I'm the, the problem is like Chile start making a lot of avocados for export, mm-hmm. and that basically meant that everyone went to do avocados for export, and now they when they want to sell them to the normal public, you know, the price went escalate. Well, also avocado. Um, I don't know when it got popular, but I remember when I in in the nineties, I never ate avocado. Uh, I never we, even I, knew I, about I, it. I but avocado. you grew, yeah, you grew up with yeah, it. Um, yeah. And we we even put avocado in the hot dogs. In California, it wasn't. It yeah. was popular, but I think we had so many uh, Mexicans or uh, Lat, uh, Latin yeah. Americans integrating into um yeah, california. But you get in california you get a lot of mexican yeah and then yeah. also then have you heard like uh the best one of the best avocados actually come from um california because um california is known to have really good soil to grow avocados so yeah it's um yeah you you people start we with, always uh, think, california yeah <laughs> uh, let's make wine we've been doing that thing for 300 years darling join the queue <laughs> we have the best wine uh, hey i do li- i like i love ch- chilean wine but i also <laughs> like california wine i have to, I have to but say. you know like it's funny because yeah there was a argentina for instance i remember when i was a kid and half of my family lived there in argentina and you know you will go to argentina and they didn't have there was a wine culture but it wasn't that big mm. so you you went to a restaurant they will give you a glass of wine and people would put soda water in the wine because it wasn't necessarily that great. Uh, although they did have a tradition of winemaking, but mm-hmm. it wasn't, Chile was, I thought that was big since I was a kid. It was yeah. like, you, you were know. Drink, were you drinking since you were a baby? Yeah, of course. <laughs> that, that was the milk to That the explains race. a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know, like, but then they, they start producing wine later, like, and, and they produce amazing wine. So I have nothing with Californian wine. Or avocados by then. But hey, we make we make some good avocados and uh, wine. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I remember that one. It was me. Moving yeah, on. Moving on. <laughs> uh, episode four. Can you remember that one? Giving birth um, with Helen. I never gave her. Ah, Helen. Yeah, yeah, I remember her. Helen, uh, so she's the doula uh, yeah, that yeah, helps the a doula. lot of um, international. I learned that word, yeah, and yeah. she's lovely. Yeah, she she. Yeah, yeah, I remember uh, exactly that one. Yeah, she, yeah, she helps internationals, uh, not just international, but also Dane. Uh, you know, have um, get prepared for birthing, but she was also an international mom. You know, she her her kids was raised in a different country. Yeah, and what stood out with me with that episode is when she was in Thailand. Do you remember that yeah, when she was talking the, the about the hospital and the whole yeah thing. how she was giving birth in, in Thailand where they actually well we don't know uh, from this day but where they strap you down <laughs> yeah yeah 
What are we? I think, uh, but you see, this is like what we were talking at the beginning. The yeah. whole thing that you get to hear from other people. Yeah, you that know, you never thought that it's that. That's what they did. In, uh, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, but it's so interesting. You're like, huh? But that's uh, it's take, it blows take, your mind. But we take for granted that our cultural biases, you know, apply to the whole human uh, uh, experience, and it doesn't, you know. Because remember with the times that you, you know. You, you as a man, you didn't even get off work the day that your kid was born. Yeah, yeah. You would have to go to work. That was kind of in the whole West, no? Yeah, no, so, there wasn't. It's kind of the same in the U.S. unless your company gives you like a day or two off, but that's okay. about it. That I can remember. I don't know. I didn't uh, give birth in the U.S., so I completely don't yeah, know no, what I, the standards are. I don't know if in Chile, in Chile has changed. Yeah. I know that. You know, now in Chile you get the a day to go and see your kid yeah. and be there, you know, because now they allow you in the the, the birthing, you know. Mm -hmm. They allow you into the procedure because before you didn't get that thing of forget about holding the hand and saying, yes, darling, I'm here, you know. Oh, yeah, her, her husband wasn't even allowed to be in there. You know, uh, but, that, that, but this is a modern thing in the West too, you yeah. know. It's not, it's not a thing that's been there forever. Yeah. So that that was a really interesting conversation, yeah, yeah. And, and she was really cool as well. Yeah, and also I really she, I loved how she shared, you know, how international parents can just find help because she also, you know, helps with um, afterbirth. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and a lot of parents don't know that they're going through um, postpartum uh, postpartum depression. And yes, and, and as well, it's just the context. Yeah. We, we are here alone. We yeah. don't have our moms, our dads, our family, uncles, you know. Yeah. That, 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 that do help, mm -hmm. you know. Your mom might come around and say, like, no, you're worrying too much, you know. You can call your mom, hey, listen, the baby's with fever, whatever, you know, like, what do I do? Yeah, here well, you can't do that. No, so or it's, it's you can invite your mom over. It's like, mom, I need you know two or three hours just to work. Can you just watch the baby? Exactly. It's like, who do we have here? Like, yeah. I, I'm well, lucky. You have the, the, yeah. the, the, the your your husband family. Yeah, I have my husband's family, family yeah. uh, but I still need to schedule with them, <laughs> unless it's an emergency and there was some, and then they come right away. Of yeah, course. yeah. But I can feel our internationals. They don't have that, so that it must be so hard to be alone in in a, a country alone. Um, not alone, but with your family, but no one to turn to. All by <laughs> so um, after that, we also had uh, episode five, and that was balancing life and culture, and that was with Camilla. Ah, uh, Camilla, yeah, the one that was raised in, in bloody South, uh, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and everywhere and, and, and besides you, Denmark. <laughs> and, and you see how she is. I'm, 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 I was very surprised that she didn't go to decapitated in a public square. <laughs> <laughs> Remember her story? Remember her story yeah. where she said um, she came back as a teenager and uh, there was a no women sign yeah. and she went in with like her friends and then the store owner kicked her out. Crazy. I just thought that was like, it's like what time, did, uh, yeah. what era did we live? But, you know, it's, that was a long time ago, but just to be able to be treated that way at that time, it's... Lovely, um, yeah. And it's, it's changed now, m most likely. I, I don't know. Mm, but don't that, so. um, <laughs> that must have been hard to grow up like that. Jesus Christ, yeah. But, you know, like, that, that's what, what amazes me is, like, that is a very big cultural change, mm -hmm. especially because her parents were Danish, mm -hmm. you know. So, I I wonder. She she grew up into it, 
and I guess that make it makes it not necessary, right, but easier because mm -hmm. it's the only thing that you know, so you don't see. But I wonder how 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 was it for her mother, for instance? Yeah, you know, because that would uh, be an interesting. Yeah, um, unfortunately, um, I, th I remember her mentioning that her mom passed away. Okay, yeah. I was just going to say that'd be interesting to learn that. Yeah. Uh, but probably she has an insight towards yeah. it. We didn't ask her that. Yeah. Thing. But yeah, Camila was great. Yeah, she was. Yeah. I'm, face, I'm friends with her in Facebook now, and I see sometimes that she does some uh, lives. Some lives. Yeah. Stuff. And I, I love her hair. I love how she yeah. just keeps it like crazy for the, the for the live. <laughs> yeah. Not only the hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Camille is great. Yeah, I do remember that. You see, thank you for reminding me of all of this. I've see, I've had so many great guests. Um, yeah. And because you know, like, I, I, don't get me wrong. It's not because it's not irrelevant. Not relevant. It's just that you know, I do so many shows. And yeah, sometimes of I'm course. Like, wow. You just merge everything together, and then yeah. also I'm doing a show like every week. So it's mm -hmm. like, who was there? Who is what? Like I don't even remember it because I had to actually I had to like go back on my my website and say, like, okay, machine. who? Yeah, who was uh, there and what did we talk about? Um, but I'm just only talking about like what highlights came out of my mind. Um, and the next one was uh, episode six, and that was adjusting and adapting. Um, that's with Ruth. She was the American. Um, I remember, yeah. Yeah, the American that moved here with her uh, family um, and their son. Yeah, yeah. And now she's uh, going to school, and um, she talked about how she adjusted because her son was already uh, one years old when she moved here. Yeah. So she was adjusting to the Danish way of life of raising kids, and she came here um, from Florida, of completely different. Weather. Mm, what a weather, yeah. Yeah, so I think we we that's, focus a lot on proper, weather. tropical. Yeah, yeah, to, you know, biking to uh, wherever you need to go instead of driving in a car. So that was definitely a big adjustment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, how long, do you remember how long Ruth was here? She, it's funny, is I met her uh, during an international gathering in Aarhus. Mm -hmm. So I moved uh, in Denmark in 2014, and I think I met her that same year. So we moved... Uh, the same sort of year. the same time yeah, yeah sort of the same time uh, because that's when I started you know I was like I need to find friends and she was feeling the same way it's like I need to get out of the house and find friends and yeah. um, that's the reason for those international gatherings especially when you move uh, to a new country and you have no one yeah you have no network no network yeah. and you need and then you need to just put yourself out there to meet new people and because no one, no one's going to, you know, yeah. come knocking in the door, especially here in Denmark. Will you be my friend? <laughs> <laughs> come on. There you go. Get dressed, put those high heels, some dread lifting and yeah. go and make some well, friends. <laughs> for you, it's more going to a pub, have a drink and then come out with friends. Uh, yeah, <laughs> not necessary. I'm not bad. I'm very good at making friends. <laughs> you know, I remember when I was a little kid, Yeah. Truly, and you know, this is reminded to me by my mother. I remember being in the front yard yeah. and people would pass and I would go, hi, do you want to be my friends? Yeah. <laughs> I would talk to everybody. So I don't have that problem. Never really had, you know. See, I was completely, I was super shy. When I, I have was, no shame. See, I was, when I was younger, I was shy. Um, then when I uh, got older, uh, my dad told me, he's like, um, was very friendly, a guy, and he can make friends with anyone. And so I saw that, and uh, I remember him telling me, it's like, well, you kind of just have to put yourself out there. And then that's when I actually was like, okay, well, I can't, you know, being shy is not going to get me anywhere in the world. 
So I, I kind of changed the way I was thinking and just kind of put myself out there. And then I just became social. Um, yeah. So I, I, um, I still struggle. It's like, oh, okay. Um, especially when I was traveling, I was like, okay, either I can go out and meet friends or I could stay in my uh, hostel make a choice it's like okay i don't really want to stay in my hostel okay i'm gonna go and make myself uncomfortable but once you pass that uncomfortable barrier of meeting new people it like opens up more opportunities yeah, but yeah, for, for me it's never been uncomfortable yeah. to go and talk to anyone yeah you know uh but but uh, i guess i guess for some people it's very challenging yeah a, a, a lot of people yeah. um I, i think that's why a lot of people don't leave the comfort of their home their country or even their home yeah. because it's such a challenge um Yeah, because yeah. you know, like traveling alone for me, was, was uh, that, that was the beauty of it. And you're like, okay, well, let's, let's go out and talk to someone. Yeah, <laughs> or someone definitely at some point will talk to you. Yeah, you know. I think um, learning because I backpacked and traveled by myself, which um, you were doing the Africa thing. No? Oh, well, I did Europe, Africa, and Southeast Asia, yeah. but that took a lot for me to do that to really right. go out of my comfort zone. And I knew it was going to be uncomfortable, but I knew if I didn't do that, I would never grow as a person. So. I remember when I bought my first plane ticket out of the U.S. into Sweden, I cried because I was like, what am I doing? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because I was meeting um, one of my friends there to just kind of start me off a little bit. So this was my first time traveling alone. Um, And to put myself through that, I remember I was just panic attacks, crying until I got to the airport. It was still crying. I was like, I didn't know what I was doing. But when I was going through the whole thing, I grew out of it and said, this is the most, the best thing I've ever done in my life. So I think once you just pass the uncomfortableness and see um, the benefits of it, uh, making friends or just putting yourself out there, yeah. um, you can really... You know, like for me, for me, probably that's what I like. Because I remember the first time that I actually traveled alone, I was backpacking. Because mm-hmm. in Chile, it's quite common that you go backpacking to the south or the north or whatever when you're young. And I remember leaving with a group of friends, and then we get all divided. Mm-hmm. And one day I have to, I was alone, mm-hmm. you know, because a friend of mine that was going with me have to go back. Uh, and I, at the beginning, I was like, oh, you know, like, those were the f- best three days of that trip. Yeah. You know, so since then on, I was like, I mean, I'm, I ain't traveling with no one. I'm, I'm going by myself. Yeah, actually, you that's know? how I felt too. Really much better adventure, you know, because sometimes is. you feel like staying in the hotel and you stay in the hotel. Yeah. There's no plans to go. You know what I mean? It's just such a lovely palette of colors that you get to do whatever, you know, and it actually puts you to actually be engaging. And vulnerable. Yeah. Um, I, I realized that too, traveling alone, because I've traveled with friends. It's a completely different uh, mindset. I was like, okay, well, I'll get through it. I let my friends, you know, guide me. I'll just go with the wind. But when you're alone traveling, you're on your own. You need to find that hotel. You need to find friends. You need to find something to do. So, and I love traveling alone now. Like now I have my family. I love traveling with my family, but I have, I have no problem going to Italy by myself because... Uh, I'm okay with it now. Yeah. But before um, traveling alone, I was scared shitless to travel alone. Yeah. I was like, someone's going to judge me. I'm that lone, alone person eating lunch by herself. What? Now <laughs> I can ca- I can care less. I go eat by myself all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, it's moving on. Because yeah, moving we managed, on. We so managed what's to talk 
a lot already. Wow, 50 minutes. Yeah. I'm surprised. So the next one is my episode seven. And can you remember that one? Just stop asking okay. me these things. <laughs> It is with uh, Coco. Ah, Coco. We talk about yeah. an anime and how yeah. strange anime was popular in Chile. I yeah, found ah, that listen, crazy. Man, she, took me, she took me right back into my childhood, man. <laughs> she was drawing candy. Yeah, that know? was her favorite. Yeah, That's that was the first draw that she ever made. Candy. And that was your crush? Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I, I admit, I, I had a crush on an anime character, which All was right. in Sailor Moon, yeah. uh, Darian. So that's why I was like, oh my gosh, that was like my first love of yeah, anime no, was Sailor Moon. Moon. But you see, we're getting closer to the point, so I'm I having a big, more fresh memory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but Coco was fun. And actually, I have be, keep hearing of, uh, about her because she teach. She does anime classes yeah, now. Yeah, she teach and some of my so kids, well. f- friends, friends' kids, yeah. Yeah, she's doing so good with that anime. Yeah. And I remember before meeting her, she was so doubtful of doing these courses and yeah. classes. And now she's doing so great. Yeah. I'm so happy she took that leap. Yeah. And that's another thing, just getting uncomfortable and getting out there. And she was able to do that and introduce to anime. And she found a, a little pocket of people that actually is are interested in, in anime. Lee Persis. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the last uh, eight and nine was actually one person, which was Aka, Aka yeah. which she also had like such an incredible journey, you know, from uh, finding a brain tumor yeah. and then traveling the world and going to Zambia. It's, it's, such, it's such a shame that we didn't get to see her. I know. I was so sad that you she know? couldn't come. Because I keep hearing about her because she's in contact with... Uh, other people yeah Anna my, my partner and other people so I've, I've been hearing about her and a lot of crazy stories and I would love to to meet her yeah but uh, but She, still we still got a really good uh, insight into I think we should do a road trip to Copenhagen <laughs> <laughs> do a I weekend think, of it yeah, I think that we and should actually do it by walking That's what I just no, not walking there. <laughs> I was thinking we can do the uh, we can go there and do that uh, beer and walk thing that we were just talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah uh, that's a great idea. And then invite other instead of a pub crawl, we can do a, we can call it a beer and walking. Let's yeah. see how many people and through the forest through the forest <laughs> after midnight. After, okay, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, where is your sense of adventure, young lady? After midnight, I'm good. I'm I'm a parent now. I'm tired at like nine. <laughs> I know, but that is, you know, it needs to be challenging. Yeah. And then the last episode uh, for the Christmas one was uh, with my uh, with Judy, the one that came from Kenya. Uh-huh, Judy, yeah, 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 and Judy as well. It's, uh, I know I knew of her before. Yeah, she yeah she because she's a writer. She, she wrote for yeah. you know the international, and then um, yeah. now she's trying to find her passion in, in photography. Yeah. She actually took some of my headshots. You probably saw me yeah, posing yeah, in the radio. <laughs> I felt so. I remember that we had we had a few uh, photos that we posted on. That. Yeah, it was such a weird day. The the ending of that. Because I wanted to say goodbye to Judy, but then we were in such a hurry. You yeah, remember? yeah, we were busy that day. Uh, yeah. You were busy. You had some recordings and stuff. Yeah, and I needed I needed to go and pick up the the baby. Oh yeah, you were, we were rushing. Yeah, and you needed to go. As I well needed as to go too because I um, I remember during that whole interview, um, my daughter's burnerhound was ringing and ringing yeah. and ringing, and I was like, oh my gosh! And then it to- totally threw me off my game. 
uh, in the interviewing yeah. because I kept like looking at my phone. I'm like, I'm being rude. <laughs> yeah, no, but it, 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 well, life, life comes across yeah. lately very strongly. But Judy, yeah, Judy, uh, I did knew about her 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 experience here before. Yeah, I need a few more of the, the details as well that probably that we didn't go into the interview or you didn't get into the interview. Yeah, but it, we ran out of time, and it's so surprising uh, that how one yeah. hour can just like it's run. It's not enough, man. Yeah, but also I don't I don't want my podcast to be like two hours. Like who's going to listen, listen to it? I <laughs> listen to shows that sometimes are three hours. Really, I don't. Yeah. I don't have. That. And 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 if you listen, if you have a good talk going on, yeah, you know. People I hope I hope my conversations I hope my conversations are good and people are listening to it and yeah I think they're right <laughs> I, th I, I I I listen to them <laughs> You're forced to you're my sound guy <laughs> I pay for it uh, I do know when you get uncomfortable and we're talking about birthing you like <laughs> you uh, have nothing to say <laughs> Well, you know what? Uh, do you want me to go to the details? I remember of those situations, <laughs> and I, you know, it's not only my daughter that I saw. I saw a lot of other ones because yeah. uh, before I used to sell stuff for medical equipment, and some of yeah. them were for birthing. For instance, I was selling a. I remember we were selling this crazy chair that this Belgian guy created. Were you wondering what it was? <laughs> no, no, no. We were selling it. Actually, yeah. some people bought it. It was a really wonderful thing because allowed you as the mother to to do anything that you want yeah. like you feel you could be suspended it looked like pretty much you feel like you were floating mm. but you can lie back and feel like you're lying down you could sit and sit but that's position. for birthing yeah it was a it was a this round thing that you basically put the mother on like with some harness and stuff okay and it will give you the sensation that you were floating but allow you The whole concept to be open and free. And the whole the, concept the came with the fact out. that why do you need to be lying down in your back? Yeah, you can stand. You can. There is very positions to to give birth. You ah, know? okay. Uh, and and you can adopt. So if you need to deal with the pain and uh -huh. you feel better standing up, you can actually put a standing up position. Yeah. Or if you feel better, like in you know. So I remember selling that chair, and we actually went to see some. Some uh, examples. Yeah, uh, because you you know. Yeah, you need to see it to be able to s sell it. Yeah, Makes so sense. we will take it to to the the hospitals and show it. Yeah, and we will apply it, and you know they will schedule someone that wanted to experience it. Yeah, you know? and then so I've seen a lot of those things <laughs> before. Okay, so that's nothing new to you then. <laughs> uh, seen the I I seen a lot of brain surgeries. Yeah, that must yeah. been so. See, you should have been a doctor. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm far happier with, you know, the. Pro I, you know, I think that is a surgery, especially, and especially if you go to microsurgery, these sort of things are really interesting. Yeah. But it's that job that you need to start and you need to finish. Yeah, no, I'm good. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you, you cannot say like, ah, guys, let's finish this tomorrow. Man. <laughs> yeah. Have a Just you keep know. keep the head open until I'm ready. Exactly. <laughs> Can you give me a second? I have a phone call I need to take. You know. Well, yeah, that was the whole recap of like all the episodes we've done together, and I just thought that uh, it'd be nice to just talk about it, what stood out to us, and um, yeah, I enjoyed doing it. And this is all off script, so it's gr great that I was able to do this, and uh, also, you know. Meeting all these different guests and different internationals, uh, we realized we all grew up differently, but uh, now living as an international parent, uh, we are actually facing almost similar 
um, struggles like stress, language, culture, balancing um, uh, balancing each other's culture because in one family we can have two different or three different cultures going on at the same time. So yeah, I hope that you guys actually liked um, the recap of all our episodes uh, that we have. If you want to listen more or find out more about those different episodes, you can go to my website. They're all uploaded on there or any major uh, podcasting uh, website and listen to them and all from episode one to episode Nine. Yeah, for me it's been yeah. wonderful, Jackie. Yeah. Oh, well, thank it's you. It's great to count you in as a friend. Yeah. And uh, and as a fellow Podcaster. colleague. Yeah. yeah. Well, happy New Year's, everyone, and uh, see you next year, 2021. Bye, everyone. Bye.